Hey guys, welcome back to the Timmy Tom Show. Great episode in store for you today. We're going to be talking about masks, COVID, and all that other good stuff, and especially vaccine mandates and what it means to love our neighbor. And we have a great guest. His name is Caleb, and we'll introduce him. You ready, Grandpa? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Caleb, what's up, man? Well, it's good good to be all the way across the pond. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a miracle. It's a oh, miracle yeah. technology. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. There you go. Caleb, tell people where you are across the pond, if you would. Yes. So I'm in Belfast in Northern Ireland, um, which is part of the UK, which is the northwest of the UK. So ah. there you go. Oh, very good. And Caleb, I got a little bio on you here. All right. You're a software engineer. You're in Belfast. Yes. You graduated uh, this last June, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. I Thank you very much. It feels so good not having homework on. I know. Congratulations <laughs> to you too. <laughs> uh, your great-grandfather was British and mm -hmm. your father uh, was born and raised in India. So you're English. Yes. And yes. your dad's a pastor back home. And uh, mm -hmm. you grew up in a Christian environment, and then you clung to your faith, which saw you through every storm. Uh, yep. And your dad always encouraged you to read uh, the news, the, the letters to the editor on the newspaper. Yes, yeah. In politics, right? Yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, right from high school and se actually from secondary school is when he started to get me to read the papers. And then I would have to tell him what I read. And so, um, yeah. Got what a wonderful, what a wonderful training. Yeah. Yeah. Really and, cool. and to read the letters to the editor, because frequently those are the things that the newspapers don't publish in their regular articles. Yeah. But those are the things yeah. that are our concerns to people and on their mind. Yeah. And that's yeah, why they absolutely. do letters to the editor. But tell, tell us why, what is Caleb's public? What, why did yes. you start it? Oh, right. So back in, well, I've always been very much uh, involved in politics and also in Christian apologetics. And so I kind of saw uh, this gap where Christians were either uh, you can be a Christian or uh, not a politician or you can be a politician, not a Christian. There's no there's no connection. And so uh, I decided then in about 2020, when the election was coming up in the States, uh, everyone is quite excited all over the world. So you guys, and you have your elections, the whole world's watching. Uh, <laughs> it is a, it's, it's quite a thing. And so I was through the night, I was actually awake because it was the middle of the night here when you guys were getting your results. And I was putting uh, stories up on, I started this page just to do something like that and start putting stories up covering the elections so kind of like taking snapshots of uh, from Fox and CNN and all their counters and putting it up and people started following that and they had like quick updates so they just go through my stories and that's when it actually boomed and then I started to do videos explaining uh, Christianity mm -hmm. uh, so you know uh, apologetics issues in Christianity like um, basically why are we here you know origin meaning morality destiny you know Robbie, things Robbie like Zacharias. that Robbie Zacharias <laughs> that's how you got me and so <laughs> <laughs> so then we went through that and we kind of went through I kind of started speaking about you know doctrinal stances and then also did a second show so we I used to do I actually had a break from the shows so one was called Outrageous which is basically talking about doctrinal stuff but things that people might find controversial you know um, and so kind of allowing people to have a conversation. And then we had um, speaking about politics, which was the show called Courageous, which kind of went into uh, COVID. It was a big, yeah. well, COVID lockdowns is a big thing at the time. Obviously now yeah. it's kind of, uh, it's kind of reduced here, but yeah, so that's yeah. that's basically it. That's how Caleb's Public was born. Well, it, it looks like uh, your ministry is exactly the same thing as ours. We, we want to bridge the gap between politics and faith. And Absolutely. like you said, there's this, there's this gap and it yep. seems like people can believe one thing in church and then vote for something that's entirely yep. different of what they believe in 100%, church. hundred percent. Yeah. And so your, your way of having that apologetics also mm -hmm. is exactly yep. what we, what we want to do. It's probably why we get along so well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it. Well, there's a, there's a truth in that because 
brothers who have have the same basis brothers of a feather flock together that's right yeah. they do <laughs> they do flock together yeah. and that's 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 what makes a neat connection between christians believers yeah. in jesus and followers of jesus yeah all around the world they they all have that in common and uh, it's interesting because you can go someplace to another country and meet somebody and you casually say something you know they say how are you doing and you say well you know god really blessed me today because i just feel great and suddenly that opens a little door and you find out oh, wait yeah. a minute they're a believer too yeah yeah it's interesting <clears throat> interesting and uh and and i I'm, I'm quite interested that your family is from india uh yes uh i had the privilege of going to india several years ago and i'll tell you the thing that, that struck me most about india was I, I, we were meeting with other Christians there because we were doing a Christian programming and uh, we would sit in a restaurant and talk about Jesus. And I thought, how courageous these brothers <clears throat> and sisters are to speak like that in public, even though it was the beginning of yeah. the Hindus really coming down on Christians mm. and yeah. Christian pastors were being harassed and sometimes wound up dead and so on. And I thought these these brothers and sisters are so courageous. I wish I was as courageous as they are to speak so freely <laughs> and openly. And yeah. when there might be somebody next to you who heard you and did something about it. And so I, yeah. I, I admire Christians in India and other places who have not had yeah. the freedoms that we've had here. And Absolutely. Caleb, your, your dad experienced some persecution, right? Uh, well, not, not my dad, but he has a lot of his friends have actually, uh, like, uh, so he's quite connected with a lot of pastors mm -hmm. across India and um, where we are at is the south of India. So it, it kind of persecution kind of increases as you go further north. And so we've had uh, friends who were beaten, who were paraded mm -hmm. uh, with their clothes torn off um, on the street and publicly shamed. Uh, their kids were shamed. We've had people had their homes broken into, uh, their electronics stolen. Um, churches set on fire. I mean, yeah. the worst yeah. was probably uh, someone actually was uh, killed and then actually put into a box and left outside their own house. Um, so things like that happen. For, for everybody watching, why did why was this going on? Why were they persecuted? Because we said something that they didn't like. And, <laughs> and that's what it came down to. It came down to a place where uh, Christians, mm -hmm. you know, to be a Christian by definition, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Uh, people don't like that freedom and the freedom that comes with being a Christian. And so uh, Christians have always been at the forefront of thought uh, right from the beginning. You know, even today in India, the country's best schools, best hospitals, best colleges, uh, best charities are all run by the Christians. Um, and so it's 4% that contributes to about, I think it's something like 50% of all schools is wow. run by 4% of the population. So, wow. um, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. Hospitals, yeah, is, yeah. the, the country's best hospital is Christian Medical College Bellur, which is a Christian hospital. Right. No um, coincidence so because of that. No coincidence. And the same is true in our country. <clears throat> all, of our, yes. all of our greatest institutes of learning yeah. and hospitals public hospitals all came about because of Christians. Yeah. 100%. And yes, we're, we're all of we're, our major institutions like Harvard, which just instituted an atheist chaplain. Yes. Which is kind of like being a <laughs> vegan who eats meat. <laughs> well, there, yes, but it's uh, for somebody like me, who's older and really experienced the, the era of freedom of expression in this country, because exactly what you're talking about in India is what they're trying to do here. They're yes. trying to silence any voice that does not agree with those who are, have the power. And uh, they're, they're, they're doing a, a fairly good job of it, which means that we have yep. to do an even better job on our individual level right. to yes. try to, to say to people, wait a minute, God's inviting you to have a different life and be part of his yes. family. You get to make the decision because God doesn't force anybody to do yeah. that. But Right now, you're making decisions based on only one thing. You need to yeah. hear the other side so that you can yeah. say, that's something I like. And Caleb, yeah. we want to get into this, like lockdowns and all that oh, yes. good stuff. 
But tell us what's happening in the UK right now. I saw a headline recently that said that Boris Johnson is going to pull all vaccine mandates and like a vaccine passport because they're getting so much pushback from the civilians here in the UK. Well, it's not just the civilians. So Boris Johnson, ironically, is the head of the Conservative Party. So that mm. would be your, you know, the Republican Party in the States, pretty much. And uh-huh. uh, though, I mean, he is like the Renos. He is conservative in name only. Uh, he's a Sino, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Boris Johnson, the issue with Boris Johnson is um, his party has a lot of free thinkers still, and that's something he's not been able to get a hold on. So whenever they try to bring, they tried to, I think a few days ago, from what I've heard is they tried to bring it in for MPs of the Tory party or the Conservative party. Uh, and so number 10 is where Boris Johnson lives. So it's mm-hmm. basically the, the house of the prime minister. And so whenever... Um, number 10 Downing Street. So whenever they wanted to get the MPs over to meet him in private, they said you'd have to scan your vaccine passports to come in. And the whole group of Tory MPs stood outside the gate and said, we're not going in unless wow. that is removed. And so he's faced a revolt in his own Good party. Yeah, I mean, it was I was I was surprised that they would actually do that. But uh, because things have been what what we would say is the Tory party is slightly center left. <laughs> Even though they considered the conservatives, they're center yeah. left, um, and so they really haven't been very helpful overall. There are a few good now. There are a few good leaders in there uh, who've really taken a stand on this, and so because of that, and also uh, Boris Johnson was leading in all the polls versus the Labour, which is your your Liberal Party, mm-hmm. and uh, when he brought out, so I think it was a couple of weeks ago on the news, he came out and said, "We're going to introduce." vaccine passports um his support was higher than labor before that and the day he said that they had a poll like two days later and his support was below labor like i think four or five <laughs> points below so <laughs> so he really yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah. it was really and like and i think with with the uk is it is not you know it's it's very much a, a it's a very different parliamentary system uh, at the end of the day and as the leader of the largest party in you know so it can be overnight because i remember last year uh, we had uh, you know local elections all over the place and it came to a point where there was a deadlock and boris johnson couldn't get anything passed at all uh, because there was a deadlock in parliament and he was held hostage by the other party even though he was yeah. the prime minister so mm-hmm. um so he's probably frightened of that and that's why he decided um to you know to get rid of it gotcha. for his own career Oh, my gosh. Well, well, Lord, thank you that you cause people to do the right thing, even they, though they may do it for exactly. the wrong motives. You know, <laughs> wrong reasons, yeah. For the good of those who love yeah. him. And it seemed like the Lord used this, this, even if Boris Johnson didn't have the right motivation in pulling it. I'm, I'm glad it worked out yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. Though I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it. I think there's still a lot of fighting to be done. I think that the idea should never come up again. Yeah. Uh, you know, because some people, some ministers of the cabinet have said, oh, we'll just keep it in reserve and we'll see if we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that idea should never come up again. Well, let me ask you this, Caleb, because I we recently posted on our Instagram and kind of compared what's happening to the unvaccinated to having a gold star in Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the gold yeah. star? Yeah, I okay. do. Yes. For everybody watching who doesn't know, the Nazis came in and started segregating Jews from non-Jews and said that the Jews, they had all these propaganda and said, all the problems you have, Germans, are because of the Jews. And in fact, the Jews are also like a, a lower race and they have diseases. And so we need to separate them from society. In, in fact, the German Supreme Court at that time said, it's not a crime to kill a Jew because they're not human. Right. And so they would give them these yellow stars of David to make sure everybody yep. identified as a Jew. And, and so that everybody would know who the Jews were. And so we compare that with what's happening to the unvaccinated in, in the world right, right now, especially in America. Um, our viewer in chief just said that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated um, yeah. and that he's losing patience with us. And CNN posts stuff like a woman who was vaccinated uh, got COVID and died because of the unvaccinated. So I'm like, you're telling me the vaccine doesn't work? 
Anyways, I digress. Of course, the vaccine doesn't work. But why are these these mandates so bad? Why are they evil and why should we stand against them? Um, I think it's, it's exactly what you said. It is where it's going. And I think we're living in a time where we're really seeing society being conditioned for something greater. And uh, anyone who reads their Bible uh, would know that there is a time that's going to come where everyone must uh, worship someone other than God. And at this point, and, to me, that's COVID. Some kind, of, some kind of identification yes. that, that identifies them, that allows them to buy or sell anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without that certification or passport, you can't do anything. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. It's it's preparing the hearts and minds for the time of the Antichrist. Yes, it's it's definitely something sinister in the background. You know, it's not normal. Yeah. We've had the swine flu like 10 years ago, 15, yeah. 10, 10, 11 years ago. Um, and nothing like this was ever thought of then. Uh, so definitely we've, we've come a long way in 10 years. And uh, so that's one from a spiritual perspective. I think there's something going on. But even from a more, you know, philosophical and secular perspective, we are not meant to tell the government what we want to put in our body and when we want to put it in. You know, the government's ability to control us stops at where my skin begins Mm -hmm. a lot of the times. And so for the government to say, we can put this in you without your consent, it's essentially teaching a whole generation of you know kids who are coming up that you don't even own the blood in your body we own it and we can tell you what to do with it and so that is the big problem we're having is the lack of freedom uh the lack of autonomy because you know um jordan peterson actually said that the greatest thing that britain ever gave the world was the concept of individual sovereignty um are you able to hear me yeah yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So uh John Peterson said, you know, the, the greatest, the greatest, um the greatest idea that Britain ever gave us was the concept of individual human sovereignty. I love uh, and so yeah, and so we have always believed as a society in the West, uh that I say we, uh, you know, Britain and America, that a human being is sovereign over themselves. Mm-hmm. It's individual sovereignty, and each one walking down the street is a sovereign over themselves, yeah. um, and that's something that we're seeing washed away with this. So, yeah, and it, it, as you were saying that, I was thinking about the hypocrisy that's involved in this. Uh, you know, they've they've mandated uh, our president wants has mandated that all federal employees get vaccinated. They have to be vaccinated or they lose their job. Except Congress and con- congressional staffs. Are exempt from being vaccinated, except yeah. the postal department and its over six hundred thousand employees are exempt from being vaccinated, except all the illegals who've come across the border—a million and a half of them—are exempt from there's, being vaccinated. There's currently ten thousand illegals right now in Texas waiting to cross the border, and the Biden administration has stopped. It said it's a no-fly zone for the news companies because the news companies were put putting it on our, our media. And the Biden administration doesn't want this getting out. Yeah. Can't look bad. So they <laughs> said it's a no-fly zone. But yeah, all those people coming across the border are unvaccinated. And and they're yeah. and in many cases, they're not even tested to find out if yeah. they have COVID. And like, like you sort of intimated when you were talking about the swine flu, uh, the actual figures on, on those who are vaccinated and unvaccinated and those who are COVID positive and have died from COVID are so inflated. I, I was thinking to myself this morning, it was, it would, it's sort of like uh, if somebody said to me, Tom, uh, for every chin up you can do, I'll give you $1,000. And I'll, and I would say, Oh, I did 30 of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're relying on me <laughs> to tell you how many of something I can do. And I get a reward for each one. The human tendency is to say, I can really only do one, yes. but, yeah. but if they're going to give me a thousand dollars for each one, I'm going to say thirty. Yeah. And and oh, and they've also said, and you don't have to prove it. Yeah. 
Well, that's where we are with this COVID thing. And I agree with you. It is, it is a ploy by, ultimately by Satan and by those who yes. are under his control to move everybody's yeah. heart and mind to a place where his designated person can be in control. Well, yes. now, if you, if you say that, though, you're labeled as a conspiracy theorist and you're labeled as someone who is unloving because... I got a question for you, Caleb, as an apologist and as, you know, with your, with your platform, I had somebody recently unfriend me on Facebook and everything. And this was their reasoning. As a Christian, we don't have rights. So why don't you want to wear a mask or get vaccinated and help like people not die? Because as a Christian, we don't have rights and Jesus gave up all his rights. So what's so wrong about getting the vaccine and, and wearing the mask and doing all this stuff isn't being a Christian. Isn't this the Christian thing to do? Um, I think there's, there's, there's two issues in that. Uh, the first issue is the fact that someone thinks that by getting vaccinated, it is a measure of how much you love someone else. That to me is very wrong because the Bible defines love and the world is trying to redefine love. So that's right. a very big issue there. The second thing is to say that because Jesus did it, you know, Jesus also healed the sick. Jesus also raised the dead. Jesus also cast out demons. Jesus, I mean, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who pressed the devil. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Have you done even 50% of that? Because if you haven't, let's not toss around what would Jesus do? Because that's cliche. And that to me, that's, that's a bit rubbish to do yeah. that. So I think there's two issues in that, uh, is that, you know, we, we need to understand where these people are coming from. It comes from a lack of understanding what is real love. Mm -hmm. Real love does not allow you to stay in fear. Exactly. And so if you're wearing your mask and getting vaccinated out of fear, then my responsibility as a person who wants to show love is to not let you do that. And so I'm not going to encourage you in your fear or, you know, loads of people going about with, for a virus with a, with a survival rate of 99.97% for most people. Uh, if people are going around the place wearing a mask and getting jabbed and not wanting to leave their homes, that is a mentality of fear. And that's something that as Christians, uh, love does not allow you to participate in that and to allow people, encourage that in people. Right. And so I think um, that's the approach I would take for that. Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, very good. Well said. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because this, this particular person didn't even want to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. it's a sad state of affairs because... I, I, my personal conviction, you know, it's not when I go into a business now or when I'm denied services because of my personal medical decisions, whether or not to get vaccinated or wear a mask, um, it, it's, it hurts, but it's my personal medical religious exemption. You know, yeah. it's not like, Hey, I want you to consider it. It's like, I'm telling you my religious exemption. And if you don't honor it, that's discrimination. And here's my personal conviction. As believers, we're supposed to stand up for what is true, hold to what is true, cling to what is good, hate yeah. what is evil, right? And we're not, we're love rejoices in the truth. It does not yeah. rejoice in unrighteousness. Absolutely. And my personal conviction is these masks don't work. If these masks yeah. work, everybody would be wearing them and there would be no yeah. need for a vaccine. If the vaccine worked. If the vaccine worked, why are people dying? The, the CDC gets reported on their uh bears their vaccine uh bears yeah uh, vaccine adverse reaction yeah yeah uh, and they 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 believe they get between one and ten percent reporting so for every every case that is reported to them they believe there are probably nine or ten others that are not reported so far they've yeah. had over fourteen thousand people who have died from the vaccine yeah uh, with uh, half a million people who have adverse reactions and severe health problems because of the vaccine. <clears throat> and so if, if the vaccine worked, why would that happen? Right. I saw a, a chart just recently from the CDC that showed that the, the level of people who were dying 
was very small, under, under 1,500 per year were dying up until the time of the vaccine. And now we have over 14,000 dying from the vaccine. So if the vaccine is so great and works so well, how come people are dying? How come people are getting all kinds of adverse right. reactions? And that's why- And how come we keep having to have more and more boosters to meet the challenges? And in, yep. in America, you know, they bribe people. Here in California, we had a lottery that if you yeah. got if you got stabbed, there were five people who got one and a half million dollars because they won the lottery because their number of being jabbed. Right. Yeah. I, I said at the time, and people ridiculed me for this, I said, it's like the guy who pulls up in his car and says to the child, Hey, I got some candy. Come on over here. I'll give you the candy. Yeah. To me, it was the same kind of thing. Absolutely. It was the same mentality of I want control of you, and therefore yeah. I'm going to yeah. I can't do it because of straightforwardness of saying, here's this and this is why, and it's good, and therefore you make your choice. But no, I've got to use some kind of subterfuge to get you to come in. Yeah. Uh it's yeah. But that's that's why I I, I cling to what is good. I in my own conscience feel like wearing a mask is just feeding into fear. And yes. as far as the vaccine, I can, I don't believe in it, you yeah. know, anyways, yes. what? Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. And I think that's, that's a big issue. And I think uh, people need to really, I mean, we've never, the last time we had something like, I think in the last immunization program was during swine flu. And there were a few people who had adverse reactions to the, uh, to the swine flu vaccine in the UK, and it was pulled on a national level. It became a, it was completely like the whole program was halted, and people could get the vaccine, yeah, if they really wanted it. But it was like it was so different compared to what it is now. It, it is different. And not only that, we have got something known as the JCVI in the UK, which is the Joint Committee on Immunization and Vaccination, and they basically supervise and monitor vaccinations for everyone. And they have strongly recommended no children below the age of 18 should be getting the vaccine. And what Boris Johnson's government has done, now this is, they, they keep telling us to listen to the science, but this is where they can't listen to the science themselves because these are top medical scientists across the UK. And Boris Johnson's government has gone ahead and passed a bill uh, saying that they will be offering the job to anyone older than 12 and anyone older than 12 can get the job without parental consent all across the UK. Um, and that to me says something it's not about the science it is not about listening to people no it is not about uh, actually uh, being healthy or, or or anything to do with health in fact it's got everything to do with control to the point like i said to me when i look at this everything more than for me and for you is for the next generation the okay. fact that a child can go into university and go or, or go into school and go i want the job my parents says no but i'll get it anyway that is when the state has become god or the state has become the child's parents and uh, and that's that's a whole problem at the minute you know i, I i'd like to reflect back on something that, that you mentioned about people saying, well, you know, Jesus wouldn't have done this or Jesus did this and therefore we yes. must be loving and do what Jesus did. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking about all the things that Jesus said and did. A couple of them really stand out to me. Uh, chasing the money changers from the temple. That was the authority. That was the government. And yes. yet he went against that. He healed on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. That was against the government mandate. You could yes. not heal on the Sabbath. You could not do work on the Sabbath. Yeah. In fact, they wanted to kill him because he healed a man on the Sabbath. It wasn't against yeah. God's law. He, it wasn't against God's law, but he stood up against the government right. in many, yes. many cases. And one of the things that he said was, I came to divide fathers and their children, not yeah. because I want conflict, but because some will believe me and others will hate me. Yes. So uh, this idea of we must do what the government says, and that's how we show love to people, because the government is always right. Yeah. Jesus went against the government that existed in Israel all the all the time, yeah, and absolutely. and th those who are the are the if you love Jesus you would do this. They need to go back and reread some of those things, and say, wait a minute, what has God said to us to do? Yeah. God has said to us to be honest and true, not to lie, to be encouraging, to be witnesses, to let 
the truth guide our lives right. and yes. and that's the bottom line that's what we want for everybody that's what we encourage everybody else to do and it's it's like what you said caleb it's love it's people have a misunderstanding of what god's love is and i think we should hit back on that point the <clears throat> they say well love your neighbor get vaccinated wear a mask how can you love your neighbor if it doesn't sit well in your conscience the way i love my neighbor is if this if if my grandpa or anybody else i know is getting bullied and saying hey if you don't do this you're going to lose your livelihood mm -hmm. if you don't do this you can't go to school you know for mm -hmm. your personal medical decision if i see them getting bullied i'm just like hey continue to give them your lunch money <laughs> and they're going to that's not love just continue to do that no you you love them by saying bully this is enough you don't do yeah. this anymore and that and whether they want me to do it or not i'm doing the right thing and that's how i feel with these mask mandates mm -hmm. it's it's a form of bullying it's a form yeah. of oh, tyranny yes. to get you to bend and to bow real love for me is doing what god says is best for each person right as a parent when when my child comes to me and says uh daddy i i, I want candy I, candy makes me feel good and i'm and i and i say well i know you're, you're happy when i give you candy so i'm going to give you candy real love says i want you to be happy i want you to be fulfilled but there are some things that will happen if i give you candy every time you want it that are not good yeah. it teaches it teaches you some that there's a thing that's going to make you happy yeah but it also teaches you that i don't really love you because i'm not doing what is the absolute best for you yeah. so real love for me has to consider what's really best for someone and as you said the best thing for them is to help erase the fear that is binding them yes if you really love them you'll help do that and if and sometimes to do that you have to say let's take that fear apart and see why are you fearing and what are you fearing and is there is that real someone when i worked for a christian organization for a long time one of the things that we had was what is fear fear yeah. is false evidence appearing real so what we need to do is disassemble the fear we need to show that it's false evidence it's not based on truth Yes. And those those things will remove the fear. So if I really love somebody, I would, like you said, I would not want them to keep going and be stimulated by fear and untruth. Yes. I mean, it's just it's just very simple, you know, and I, I think I think the problem with us is we don't understand that um, without faith, it is impossible to please God right. and fear is the enemy of faith. So if I am going to let you live in your fear, I love God less than I love you. And no, that's never going to happen with me. So I am never going to let you live in fear because fear is the enemy of faith. And faith is the only thing that pleases God. And I think that is the problem people have is that we don't understand that when we're wearing a mask out of fear, and a lot of people say to me, oh, but I'm not doing it out of fear. Then why are you doing it? Because there's no evidence for it. Uh, there is zero scientific evidence. Everything that appeared, you go and do a search on the efficiency of masks. All the studies have come only after 2019. Everything before that said they're they're absolutely useless. So I don't I don't really understand where where we're coming from. You know, when it comes to this this idea that somehow by me encouraging you to live in your sin, that somehow. I'm being loving because let's be honest, fear, as much as we don't like to say that, and I, you know, and, and this is where I have to be careful, but at the same time, fear is sin. Mm -hmm. It's not anything that is not of faith is sin. Yeah. And so that's what fear is. It's the heart of sin yeah. is fear, you know? Yeah. And um, exactly what he that's something. Yeah. Know, yeah, no, go on to faith... they quote, quote the verse. <laughs> yeah. Whatever is not faith is sin. Yes. And it's, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. This As is you how said, yeah. this is how all the ancients gained approval. You know, Abraham's yeah. faith was credited to him as righteousness. And it's it's faith. And you hit it on the head because all these pastors, all these churches, all these believers who when COVID hit and maybe still today are locked down. Where's your faith? 
yeah like this is the first time in history where we've closed the doors to the churches you know every other time churches have been opened regardless of how dark the pandemic or whatever else was and we should always be open no matter what because jesus opens the door to his church according to revelation he's the one who shuts it not us yeah. how dare we yeah. shut his church and how dare we live in fear that's it yeah it's absolutely and 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 it's just so different because like, you know, people are always saying, oh, well, we can gather online and we can do this and we can do that. But the Bible says, you know, you, you're supposed to come together. There is something in coming together and being together. You know, when you, when you go to church on a Sunday, someone not feeling well, someone will come up to you, lay hands and you pray, whatever it may be, you know, mm -hmm. sit with you. Someone is having a bad time. That is very important. And that's what this is trying to do is by Christians saying, oh, but we are having church online there is no personal physical element to it. And the fact of a church meeting together is fellowship. Yeah. It is not about the singing because you can sing. I can have some lovely music playing and I can worship at home. It's not about the word. I can switch on loads of Bible teaching online. Yeah. It's not about that either. So I can get both of that. It's not about the, the prayer because I can kneel in my bedroom and pray. And I probably pray a lot more at home than I would in church. So what is it about? It's about fellowship. There's something about corporate worship, prayer, and reading the word together in the same place um, mm. that brings us to, to a position where we can receive from God greater. But not only that, we can be accountable. And I think that that's just, you know, that that's just the problem with Christians saying, oh, we can do all of this online. No, you can't. I mean, yeah. it's not yeah, possible. It, if I may, real quick, it's kind of like... Uh having a fireplace if you put a fireplace on, on youtube for some background you can you can look at it you can see it you can hear it but you can't feel the warmth same thing with yes. church online and no one else does this with anything else you know like if i'm like for my future wife am i just gonna say oh gosh you know we're just gonna have to zoom honey like no <laughs> i want to see her in person you know what i mean yeah. excuse me until yeah. I, I love that well caleb what would you say to, to believers maybe who are wrestling with this um, who are wrestling with the idea of, man, do I get the vaccine? Do I not? I want to be loving. I, you know, all this stuff. How do they have the discernment and the knowledge to look with a different lens to see what's going on? And um, I think uh, uh, just again, go with, you know, two parts to this. First and foremost is you need to do your research. You need to read up on it and you need to read up on it well. Uh, you know, obviously Cardi B is not a believer, but she's doing a bit of her own research and that's calling oh, waves no, over the internet. Cardi, it's, it's the other one. It's uh, sorry, not Cardi B. Yeah, sorry. It's Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Nicki Minaj. I'm so sorry. And then um, but she, she's doing her research and it's creating a lot of waves over the internet. Really cool. And <laughs> and so that's something that I think, uh, you know, is... Anyone who has brain cells needs to use them. And I think it's very important at this point of time is to actually use them well and look up papers for yourself. I've had loads of people send me papers and I go through a paper and in about 10 minutes, I have 10 arguments and they're like, well, well, it is a scientific paper. And I said, that is the whole point is when you read a scientific paper, your aim should be to find what is wrong with it. And if you can't find that, then it's like, okay, I accept this. So you need to be meticulous in trying to find an issue with it. That's how you do science. Science is about finding a problem. And I think, you know, as a data scientist, you know, I did a lot of data science. Um, and so uh, it's very important. So I was saying to someone, you know, you can give, you know, people, people, and I said this in the last call as well, that people always say, oh, you know, stats can be manipulated. Uh, or data can be manipulated. But the truth is data cannot be manipulated. Data can be incomplete. People can be manipulated with incomplete data. And so, you know, you've got things like, you know, someone said, oh, uh, you know, the 60% the of the people who are vaccinated in Israel have had very less COVID compared to the 40% who aren't. And I said, well, how do you know that everyone in 60% didn't already have COVID? And that's their national immunity. Well, we never recorded that. Oh, so am I just supposed to believe that, you know, that natural immunity had nothing to do with it? Oh, no, but then it's a big enough pool. And, and then my next question was, 
that still doesn't make sense because you can have a big enough pool and have all the unvaccinated people not had COVID and all the vaccinated people already had COVID. So, you know, there's always data that's missing. It's the same with the Black Lives Matter thing, you know, and the whole, you know, uh, oh, uh, you know, Black people in America get into jail a lot more. Uh, we're obviously going off topic here, but, you know, but look at the statistics of crime. Look at who commits crime, you know. So it's, so that's one is do your research. The second point is, I think, and this should be it at the heart for every believer. This is what it comes down to. I've been in places before where I've been really, really sick. Um, and I have prayed and said, Lord, what am I to do? And he will tell you what you are to do, because the Bible says in Isaiah, he will whisper into your ears. This is the way walk ye in it. That is very important as a Christian. If you're not hearing that voice, you have a far bigger problem than COVID. And if you can't hear God telling you, you know, do this or do that. I have prayed and God said very clearly to me, no. And so I'm just going to say that. But if, if someone else, you know, I would suggest pray and ask God, pray and ask God and see what he says to you. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I'm confident that I'm not going to get it. And because I'm not going to get it because God said no, I'm also confident that he's going to protect me. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and so it, it all leads on. But if you try to do it in your own human wisdom and your own human strength, yeah. even if you get the vaccine, you can still die. Yeah. Let's just put it out there. Because unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. And so you trying to go get a vaccine without the direction of the Lord is practically useless. So ask the Lord, he will tell you. Yeah. You know, and it's even if you do get COVID there's other things you can do also. It's not like the vaccine is the only hope. There's a lot of other medication out there, yeah. like starts with an H <clears throat> and the other one starts with an I, which mm -hmm. we'll say because of our sensors um, that have helped numerous amounts of people. And if you really yeah. love somebody, and you would say anything that's actually been used and been shown to be effective should be available. In fact, yes. India, is using the big eye drug right now and they're having tons of great drink right yeah yeah i mean we have we have a little or no public health care but we've been doing very well i mean everyone's talking recently about india oh such high cases so many people dying the pyres aren't stopping burning and i was like do you realize we are a country of 1.3 billion people we are one seventh of the world's population and in all of that the deaths are like in the hundred thousands it's yeah. not even close to the number of kids dying in India every day of dysentery. Wow. So, you know, put it into perspective is what I'd say. And then the second thing is I actually went to India and I um, I managed to get my hand and some of the H and the I, um, but that is a problem uh, that I've noticed is that it's not about what is the cure. It's about what will give me more control. Yeah. That's true. what the government is looking at. Exactly. And so if they were really interested in the cure, Every single country that has used the I and the H are doing well. Yeah. Right. I've, I've looked at it. Every single country. Brazil is doing okay. Even though they're making such a big deal of it. Brazil has a massive population. Mm -hmm. India is doing extremely well. And everyone's making it bigger than it actually is. Because when I was in India, nobody cared. It was just the media in the West that yeah. were pretending like it was the end of the world. But no yeah. one in India was really interested. And so I think that's yeah, something media, that media here likes to say that people are drowning. Oh, we're drowning. We're drowning. It's like, well, stand up. You're in two feet of water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, the, Jesus says, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. And as believers, you know, this, this pattern that we're told to conform to uh, yeah. this idea, this stitching that we're supposed to blend in with. Romans 12 says, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. You know, at least in my own life, I will pray and ask God for wisdom and everything, and he'll get it. But he doesn't always, I don't think he's ever told me like audibly. It's always in a, oh, yeah. in a direction or I'll read a verse and like, that's God's answer right there. Or I'll listen to something. And often as you're seeking him, he gives you wisdom. Yeah. And then that is his answer. And I believe he'll do the same thing with all of this is if you're willing to say, Holy Spirit, I need discernment on this. And I really want to know the truth. 
I don't care if it falls in any type of agenda or box or category. I just want to know the truth. And that's what we're concerned about. Yeah. And I believe God will show that to us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's just it. That's at the heart of it. Um, I think Tom had something to say. Well, no, I, I, I was listening and I agree. That's, that's what came to my mind, that the truth will set you free. And uh, he who has the son is free indeed. Right. So that's, that's the bottom line. But I agree with you. I feel so badly for believers who I know who have been trapped in this. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say to them other than you're not given a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. If it's your time to go, it's your time to go. But there's things you can do to take care of yourself. Lose weight, get healthy, get exercise, yeah. get I and H in you, and you'll be fine. Yeah. That, that's yeah. that's my advice to people. And if you're really that scared about wearing a mask, wear two, wear three, wear four, you know? Well, I, I don't know if you have this in the UK, but uh, in America, here, I'm in California, and uh, I see people alone in their car wearing a mask, driving. <laughs> And I'm, I'm thinking, your your car must be really contaminated. You have to wear a mask in your car. No, <laughs> the yeah. whole idea of a mask. Or my wife and I walk our dog sometimes in the morning, and we come up to people, and and we've actually had somebody stand ten feet away saying, "Where is your mask? You're not wearing a mask. How come you're not wearing a mask? Where's your mask?" It's like it's the fear is unconscionable. Yeah, it is unconscionable. Yeah, you say, "Well, we're here. We're here in the sunlight," and. Uh, Oops, I just killed some more COVID because sunlight kills it in 30 seconds. It's, it's so unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah. And we and and as a human being, it hurts me to think that we have come so far that reasoning, even human reasoning, cannot see the difference. Spiritual yeah. reasoning can see it easily, but even human reasoning used to be able to tell the difference between right and wrong. But it's something that I think, as you said very early in our conversation, is leading up to. Uh, I, I like what uh, C.S. Lewis said in some of his writings. He said, in previous days, good and evil always were different. Yeah. But there was an area where good and evil were not too far apart from each other. But in these last days, good and evil are moving farther and farther and farther apart so that God is separating those who are really his from those yeah. who are not or have some false reason for thinking they're okay with God. So the yeah. difference between good and evil is becoming more and more sharp, is what C.S. Lewis said. And, uh, and I think that's what we're seeing today. And yes. a warning to anyone who, who desires to have a relationship with the living God, desires to, to know Jesus, to say, okay, where am I? Mm -hmm. Am I the one who's getting closer to God over here? Because that's what this does. It forces us to become closer to God, more reliant yes. on him. Or am I someone who's relying on the world or the things of the world, even though they may seem good, to take care of yeah. my, take care of the me. Yeah. The internal me, the spiritual me, the mental me, the emotional me, the physical me. Yeah. And it's, it's more emphasis needs to be put on this, that we're not given tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. <clears throat> and the real virus we have is sin. Oh, yeah. The only cure is Jesus. Sin's mm -hmm. a killer every time, guys. The only way to get the true antibodies is from the Lord Jesus by his blood. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Caleb, we're about ready to finish up. Is there anything else that you want to say? Is there anything else that the Lord's impressing upon your heart? You have the mic, man. Um, so I, I would say, you know, the Bible has lots of formulae, lots of ways to remain healthy. Um, but I think a primary way is by staying by staying in the faith. You know, I, there was a time recently um, that my house, one of my housemates came down with COVID. And I was reading Psalm 91 and says, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. And I was standing on the word and, uh, and you know, my housemates are a group of Christians and, and everyone said, well, well, but see, it's already here. It's already in the house. And I said, no, I'm still standing on the word. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. And a few days later, uh, everyone else in the house started having symptoms by me. 
and everyone's like oh we need to go get checked and uh, i said so the night before they were going to get checked i prayed and i said lord your word says no evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling it is not coming near this house no <laughs> and i just stood on that word and then they all got tested and every single one of them was negative even though this person who tested positive was living with us right the night before she got a positive test was sharing a blanket with one of the other housemates wow. and given her phone to me right we were in close quarters sitting in the same room same living room watching a movie and none of us got it. And so at the end of the day, I think one of the ways to combat fear and one of the ways to combat sickness is by faith, you know, is what are you believing for? A lot of Christians are out there through this whole COVID pandemic, and they really aren't standing on the word or anything of the sort. Right. They're just doing their own thing. But if you begin to really, really, really stand on the word of God, you'll see that work in your life. You know, uh, I've seen it, right? And even if I do get it tomorrow, what's the worst that can happen to me the worst that can happen to me is i close my eyes here and i open them in the arms of jesus that's the worst so that's actually even better so so there you go you know so at the end of the day you know you can live in faith and then put things into perspective because paul says for me to live is christ and to die is gain right yeah, that's all i have to say amen man yes well caleb thanks for coming on the show today Caleb, thank you so much. This has been very enjoyable. One of these days, we're going to be able to go to you, or you're going to be able to come to us. Yes, looking yeah. forward to that. The Lord doesn't <laughs> come back first, you know. If he know. Yeah. But <laughs> where can people find you? Um, yes, yeah, so my Instagram page is uh, Caleb's, so C A L E B underscore public, P U B L I C. Andy, you put it right behind you. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there it's you go. Screen. It's right, yeah. it's right there. So it's That's great. public and uh, yeah you can find me there i generally do a lot of stories nowadays i've not been teaching or doing anything of the sort for a while but we're getting we're going to back on our feet <laughs> with all the transitions so there you go sounds great well sign off yes we're going to sign off all right thanks everybody for watching make sure to like this video hit the subscribe button and then share it with a friend so yeah. god bless you guys and we'll see you next week and we hope it has been enlightening and uplifting to you yes and Caleb, yeah. thank you so much for sharing with Man, us. It's been great to be here. Yeah, everybody. Right. God bless you. Bless. All right. I'm just going to stop the recording.